What is up, everyone? It is your host, Aaron Karanos, once again, with the main man, Christian Tercius. How you doing, bro? Doing great, brother. How are you? Doing good. Just rehabbing my groin injury, oh, yeah. like usual. Feeling better every day, but hey, you know, just progress. Progress. It'll, it'll take some time. It'll take, I mean, it's like a couple weeks. Oh, okay. But none yeah. too crazy. None too crazy. But we're not here talking about injuries, my injuries, and what's going on in our lives. We're talking about football. And all right, shall we just dive into this? Let's do it. All right, let's do this. So first, talking about the Premier League. So we're not talking about matches specifically because it was a clustered weekend. So um, biggest news that came out was today, mm-hmm. um, Man City winning the title because United lost two to one to Leicester City. And yeah, so what? Tell me what you think about Man City winning the title. And I mean, we we sort of predicted it from the beginning, but right. give me your thoughts on it. Um, you know, I think it's well deserved, even though they lost to to Chelsea over the weekend. You know, it was it was bound to happen. You know, it was pretty much either going to be in their hand or just waiting for Man United to slip up. So it's good for them. I forget how many it how many titles they've won within the last ten years. Was it like five? It's five, five. Yeah. So just complete domination by by Man City. You know. It's, it's nice having owners that have money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, hey, you got the best manager, you got the best players. Right. I mean, hey, it's nice to have that money. But um, yeah, kudos to Man City. We've been dubbing them the best team in Europe for pretty much this entire season, and you know they only got one really important game left, and that's right. just the Champions League final. That's yeah, it. That's the most important game. So um, you know, good for them to be able to uh, to be you know Premier League winners. I think they have two games left, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, they can really just focus on the on the Champions League now and, and just go from there. So. Yeah, so it's it's really good for them because they get pretty much, like, essentially two weeks off. They ain't got to worry about the league for yeah. the rest of the season. So, you know, it's good for them, rest up their starters and focus on the Champions League. So, um, for the rest of the table, so we're talking two to about eight. So, we have Man United obviously losing to Leicester. So Man United, clear. They have obviously, obviously losing to Leicester isn't a good thing because they just lost the title. Right. So, hey, that that just blows for them. Um, but they're still in content. I mean, obviously they have their spot for Europe essentially sealed. Hundred percent for the most part. But you never know. What's, I mean, yeah, I think there's well, it's no fourteen way. points. It's fourteen points. So it's really no way that they can really, you know. Well, well yeah. Sorry. So it's really. Yeah, so Man U's in seven and in, in second with seventieth with seventy points, and then you got West Ham in, in fifth with fifty eight points. So yeah, so it's, there's really no way for yeah, them within, to, within two games. There's no way for them to. Uh, yeah, and they have two game. They have a game in hand. So yeah, oh yeah, because they play Liverpool. Yeah, they play on Liverpool Thursday. on Thursday. Yeah, so that's predictions later on. But still, you know, you don't really see them mm-hmm. screwing out of you know fluffing out of <laughs> Europe. Um, but onto the third, third, third place, which is Leicester, who. Obviously, with a win against yeah. United, separates them from the rest of the pack because that allows them to be like, okay, we're, you know, eight points away from West Ham from a Europa League spot. They feel a little bit more comfortable, but obviously their remaining schedule is pretty hard for the rest of the season, right. facing Chelsea and Tottenham for the last two games. So, it ain't e- it's not an easy bout. It's not an easy schedule for them. Yeah. They're still the so the basically they're still safe though, but yeah, like you said, it's not gonna be a an easy two games. You know, there's it's eight points that separate them from from fifth place. So 
you know, they can go ahead and lose both games and, and be and be good to go for Champions League next year. So it's good for them, you know, because Leicester just got, you know, they were knocked out and they were placed fifth last year or, or sixth, I forget. Um, and, you know, this season they they secured their spot with the win against Man U. You know, like you said, playing against uh, the last two games against Tottenham and, and, and Chelsea. So, you know, good for them. Good to see Leicester in the Champions League again uh, for next season. Definitely under Brendan Rodgers, a, a much, much... Uh, better team so um yeah and then you've got chelsea right mm-hmm. in in fourth place with 64 points so this then, one's this one gets a little dicey yeah this is where it gets interesting because you have chelsea in fourth place with 60 like you said it's 64 west ham is in fifth with 58 liverpool's in sixth with 57 mm-hmm. tottenham's in seventh with 56 and then everton is eighth with 55 so out of those teams which team do you think, with their remaining schedule, would you think would have the hardest time reaching European competition? The hardest time reaching European competition? Yes. Uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, you know, West Ham and Liverpool both like to have easy games, play against teams like Burnley, West Brom, stuff like that. Um, I would go ahead and possibly give it to, to Tottenham, really, because um, going back... And looking at everything, you know, even even Everton, really, uh, Tottenham have to play against um, Aston Villa. Well, they first have to play against Wolves, and then they play against Aston Villa, and then Tottenham. Um, and then Everton, you know, they have to play against Wolves. They have to play against Sheffield, who's already relegated, so that's that's uh, that's pretty easy. But then you've got Wolves and, and Man City, your last two games. So I would give them, you know, definitely the, the hardest part of the, of the remaining games, you know, especially since they're 7th and 8th. It's it's kind of a stretch as well. You have to hope that not only you know you have to hope that West Ham and Liverpool drop points, and you know West Ham plays against Brighton, West Brom, and Southampton, and then you have uh, then you have Liverpool who play against you know let's play. Well, they have the Man U game, and then you got West Brom, Burnley, and Crystal Palace. So it looks like West Ham and Liverpool have the easier of the schedules. Um, it looks very very tough for for Tottenham and. And Everton to to get to get in there, but it all depends on those other teams. It's definitely not in their hands, so I don't know. Who do you think? I understand. Um, in my personal opinion, I think Chelsea might have a little bit of a harder time because yeah. they face Leicester and Aston Villa, and those are two. You know, obviously they're pr- they're good teams. Leicester right. in fifth, in third, and Aston Villa on the day they can be a big threat. Um, obviously Chelsea's in good form. Yeah. So obviously they're you th- you would think that they'll be easy, but obviously they're prepping for the Champions League final, and plus they have the FA Cup final against Leicester as mm-hmm. well. So you know they have a couple finals that are coming up for them, and it's not going to be easy for them because they're going to be limited on rest, and you don't know what can happen between now and then the season. Obviously. Yeah. So. You know, Leicester obviously coming off a win against United, massive boost for them. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say the two teams that I think will have a hard time staying up top are uh, Chelsea and, like you said, Tottenham. Because Tottenham they face um, they face Leicester and they face Aston Villa and Wolves. Yeah. So you, those teams, you really don't know what you're gonna get on the given day. Yeah, exactly. Against those teams, so you're just wishing that. It goes in your result because on every day those teams can definitely upset you like instant. We've seen Leicester, you know, play amazing football, and then next thing you know they play 
really trash like they get like they get anywhere in uh, newcastle so you oh, know yeah. <laughs> so you don't know what you know what team you're gonna get and wolves they just been i think the inconsistencies i think since um raul uh raul got injured mm-hmm. he um that team just like drained out and oh, aston yeah. villa obviously without jack Grealish, it's a different team as well but still they're a given threat mm-hmm. and i think you know tottenham for the way they've been playing lately they they're not looking good. They've been very iffy at times, losing the leads, tying yeah. to what was it, West Brom, I think. Yeah, and I was gonna say that too. You know, like you're not, you know, like you were saying, how you're not gonna, you don't know what kind of Leicester you're gonna get, you know. And I was gonna say that as well. You know, you're not gonna, you never know what kind of Tottenham you're gonna get. Sometimes you have a Tottenham that goes ahead and, you know, if they if they wake up on the on the right side of the bed, they can go ahead and put three or four against you. But then you know they lost to Leeds over the weekend three one. So. So it's it's tough for these teams. I think Chelsea would have a would have had a a more uh, or a tougher time if they would have lost to to Man City. You know, obviously they picked up three important points over the weekend, which kind of creates some uh, it gives them a a six point gap to West Ham. So um, you know, if if they go ahead and and don't drop any points, as long as they're tied, as long as they tie the last few games, they probably be in my I think they'd probably be fine. But but uh, but yeah. Tottenham, yeah. Tottenham. I think we both agree that the toughest schedule is is Tottenham, just because they're so inconsistent and you never know what you're gonna get from them. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Um, so on the flip side, yeah. which teams do you see having the easiest route to the top, the last European spots, minus like Chelsea and Leicester, because they're pretty much solidified. So that last fifth spot that West Ham currently holds. Uh, who do I see the easiest? The easiest. Um, I would say West Brom, uh, West Ham. Um, not West Brom. They're relegated. <laughs> yes, West Brom is relegated. <laughs> I would say uh, I would say West Ham and Liverpool. You know, West Ham plays against Brighton um, on you know on Saturday they play against Brighton, and then on on next Wednesday they play against West Brom, and then they play against Southampton, who um, actually came back today and won. Yeah, right? they, they won. They, they beat Crystal Palace. So that's that's definitely, in my opinion, that's the hardest game that they have from their the last remaining three that they have. And then Liverpool, you know, it's it's tough, you know, because Liverpool has to go ahead and beat Man United, who really isn't really playing for anything now. They're secured the, they're they're definitely clear of uh, of any threat. So the only thing that they're really worried about now is the Europa League final that they have to play against Villarreal. So they have to play against Man United. But then again, it is one, you know, the biggest game, you know, to a major rivalry between Man United and Liverpool. So that's going to be tough. But besides that, you know, Liverpool has to go ahead and play against West Brom. Burnley and Crystal Palace. So, if <laughs> if the Man U Liverpool game would have been played when it should have been, obviously I would say Liverpool and 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 West Ham because then Man U would just have to play West Brom, Burnley and Liverpool and uh, Crystal Palace. But I guess I would go ahead and say that Liverpool, especially West Ham, I think have the the easier legs out of or the easier matches to come up within yeah. the next few weeks, a couple weeks, really. Yeah, girl. I agree. I, in my opinion, I think West Ham has the easiest route yeah. to securing that fifth spot, fifth Europa League spot. Um, we've seen how they played this entire season. Yeah, you know they're very they're a deadly team, and obviously against playing against Burnley, West Brom, you obviously expect them to pull out yeah. three points because right now those teams aren't really playing for anything. You know they're mm-hmm. bottom half teams, relegated teams, so they're really not playing for much besides pride right. at this point. So it's just you know if. Obviously, they want the upset because you sort of feel like, oh, we're facing this big club that's fighting for Europe. Right. We upset them. Oh, we can like, you know, hamper their um, opportunity at that. But I think 
the I think West Ham and Liverpool are just going to be like, we got to, especially Liverpool, they have to think, we have to go for this now. Right. There is no other option. We have to win this. Win every single game, essentially as a final. Right. So it's just that mentality that they have to have because if they don't, they'll slip and they'll be out of European competition. And that, you know, especially for West Ham, if they slip, they're going to be, I'll feel devastated for them because yeah. they've been doing so well this entire season. And at the end, you just start slipping up and, you know, you get you know booted out of Europe and they truly deserve to be in Europe because oh, yeah. they've been such a great team this entire season and you know you just have to they just have to focus up they just have to focus up on these last three games and right. that's it yeah what's great about this too is that the only thing that like you said if they so none of these teams want to slip up the only thing that separates them is one point you know West Ham has 58 Liverpool has 57 but it's so tight because then you have Tottenham and Everton under you Tottenham with 56 and then Everton with 55 so it's definitely going to be. It's even though Man City have been crowned champions today, it's it's still going to be a very very exciting, uh, you know, couple weeks ahead. So yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what we. That's what we love to see. That's yeah. what we love to see. But hey, it's not just about who wins. It's not about who wins. It's about <laughs> the rest of the league and the tables for you know European competitions and stuff. And that's what we've been preaching. But mm-hmm. now we're going to switch it up. Go to the Serie A. So in the Serie A, we have um, Inter Milan who obviously are crowned champions. Thank God the 10-year spree of Juventus, <laughs> you know, dominance is officially over. Uh, Napoli in second place with 73. Atalanta third. AC Milan, AC Milan fourth. Juventus in fifth. And Lazio is in sixth with 64. And yeah. Juve having 69. AC Milan with 72. Tied with Atalanta at 72. So obviously besides Inter being the crowned champions, give me a team... That you think will have the most difficult time out of those four teams will have the difficult time holding on to that Champions, getting into that last Champions League spot. So between, you mean between between Napoli, Napoli Atalanta, Milan, and Juve, which team do you think is going to fall short on that last Champions League spot? Um, besides Juventus, is what you're saying. Ascent, well, including Juventus, because oh, okay. Juventus for the last Champions League spot. I think it's, I think, you know, Atalanta, you know, they're sitting with, with 72, Juventus, and then Milan, 72, Juventus, 69. Atalanta has to play against Benevento, who, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're, they're not, I think they're not, I think they're really good yet, but I think Atalanta's definitely going to have a, a, a tough one because, you know, they go ahead and have to play against, against Milan, so, ah. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be between Milan and Atalanta only because they have to face each other, in my opinion. You know, Juventus has to play against Sassuolo and um, Inter Milan, who's already won it. They, I mean, they've still been steamrolling past all these teams. They played I forget who they played against them on the weekend. They beat them five one, mm-hmm. even though they're already crowned champions. Exactly. Just merging this team, and then um, you know Sassuolo's a team that's that's you know not far down the table. They're only sitting eighth place. So <sighs> let me see. It might be Juventus, in my opinion, honestly. Either Juventus or Atalanta, maybe Milan, because Milan has to play against Torino, Cagliari, and then at the end of the season, they have to play against Atalanta. I think this is, gonna be, this is one of those leagues where it's literally down to the last game because, and you know, Juventus has to play against Inter Milan. That's a crucial game. Atalanta and Milan both have to play against each other, so it could really go either way. Um, exactly. I think who has the who will have the... Harder, hardest time staying in Europe, in my opinion, will probably be Milan. 
only because, you know, we've talked about it this whole podcast. They've been very inconsistent. Um, Atalanta's playing great, you know, great football right now. I don't think if I was either Juventus or Emilia, I'd, I'd want to be playing them right now. Um, so I'm going to say who has the hardest matchup or the toughest. or Because really, Milan gets in their own way. So I think Mil- Milan has it the toughest. And, you know, Lazio... Lazio did lose 2-0 to Fiorentina, so that they kind of dropped off a bit. You know, they would have been sitting at 67 points, only two points behind Juventus. So I think this would have been a, would have made this a bit more interesting. But the fact they lost to, to Fiorentina, you know, definitely gives them a, you know, what is it, five points between them and them and Juventus. So I'm going to go with Milan having the toughest out of the other the other teams to, to try to secure that European spot. I can feel like that. Well, I'm actually going with Juventus. Oy. I'm going with Juventus having a hard time. Um, devastating 3-0 loss to Milan. And next week, you have to face Sassuolo, which we've seen Sassuolo. Yeah. They, they can be dangerous. They're not an easy team to you know sleep on. They're in eighth place. We've seen them face against these high these you know Italian giants, and right. they essentially put up a good fight against them. So, obviously, me, Juventus is not in the best form right now. You know, just losing 3-0 to AC Milan, that would have put you in Champions League. You would have been safe, but now yeah. you got to fight for everything you got and then the week after that you have to face Inter Milan which they're to champions and they're not going to take you easy and then the week after that you have to face Atalanta that is true you have to face three really hard games back to back to back and you're not in the best of form Juvenaldo is obviously upset you see the team Pirlo he's really not putting his best team forward every week and you just see it in the way they play especially when they face Milan it was just annihilation right and it wasn't even close in my opinion, and then the last game they have uh, Bologna, which they're a bottom ranked. They're in the lower half. They're at, they're I think eleventh or no mid mid eleventh yeah eleventh. Yeah, so mid level team. So obviously that's that's not an easy schedule for them. No, definitely not. Especially the way they've been playing lately. Their form. They haven't been playing convincingly, in my opinion. So I think, in my opinion at least, I think Juventus has the hardest schedule again in that last Champions League spot, yeah. and I think they might be. In contention of getting outside of the Europa League, if you know they keep playing this way, yeah. and you know Lazio just sneak in, yeah. you know? they definitely have the hardest schedule um, out of all the other teams. But if there's a team that actually, you know, to be able to pull it off, in my opinion, it would be Juventus, only because of all the players that they have. They definitely, get, yeah, they got crushed by Milan, you know, and, and we didn't predict that. We didn't see that coming, you know, um, just because Milan is happens to be all over the place this season. Um, but no, I can I can see exactly what you're saying as well. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, what do you think is gonna happen if, if uh, with Ronaldo if if Juventus doesn't make it? Think he's if, leaving? If Ronaldo, imagine I, Juventus comes in fifth and they, and they sit the Europa League spot. Then yeah, I would say he would leave because Ronaldo. We we all know what Ronaldo stands for. He always is the Champions League. Right. He's the definition of the Champions League. He wants to be in the biggest competition. He doesn't want to be in, you know, some, you know, this Europa League. I don't think Ronaldo has has Ronaldo ever been in the Europa League. I don't think so. He's never been in the Europa League, so. But they paid all this money to to win the Champions League. They brought you from Madrid, where you won three in a row, to come win the Champions League, and now you're going to be relegated to. Now Europa you're going to be relegated to Europa League. So obviously he's not to blame, but the main reason to bring Ronaldo is because Juventus kept getting closer and closer to the Champions League, and the, and they and they and they couldn't do it. I think they got knocked out what uh, quarterfinals around the sixteen two years in a row. Yeah, you know, one was in the sick one. One was round of sixteen, I believe. The other one was a you know quarterfinal. So, you know, Juventus. If he does leave, you know, Juventus fans would be very, very upset. I think. Um, but then at the same time, they could be thinking, all right, 
well, maybe he's finished. Maybe he's washed up. Maybe he. I mean, to be honest, Steph, I don't think he's washed up. I think Pirlo just didn't. You know, obviously he's a first year coach, but in my opinion, he just hasn't been a good coach this year. Oh no, he has not been a good coach. He's definitely been inconsistent in the way he's put his midfield, the way he motivates his team. You can definitely see it in the way they play. Right. And the mistake, the lens mistakes that they're allowed to make, it's just frustrating. And I think. He's gonna be fed up, and I think he's. I think he will leave, and the destination we don't know. That's up to him. But I think he'll probably leave. We'll see who can pay for him. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I say Juventus has the most difficult path to get into a Champions League spot. Now, flip side, which team do you think has the easiest route to get into a Champions League spot? The easiest team to get into a Champions League spot, I would say probably. I would say Napoli. Really? Napoli. Yeah, Napoli, you know, they're sitting in second place already. Um, they beat Udinese today, 5-1. And they play against Fiorentina, who, yes, beat Lazio. But, you know, it, it, Fiorentina is also... It, it, they're not an easy team to play right now because they are fighting to get out of that relegation. They're not in relegation, but they're a few points away from the relegation zone. I no, they're, 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 they're 38. They're pretty... Um, actually, uh, they're like... I think they're seven points. Seven, seven points. points. Oh, okay, good. So, so with the win that they had against Lazio, it it, it boosted them up. So yeah. At this point of the season, they're probably sitting comfortable, thinking, eh, you know, you know, we can we can take a loss against Napoli. <laughs> you know, that's not a team that's literally sitting in seventh in in sixteenth place. You know, or seventeenth place. You know, trying to scratch a point. So I would say Napoli. You know, they play against Fiorentina and then play against uh, Verona. Both teams are you know sitting on like mid table teams. So, um, so I would say Napoli has the easiest. Easiest of all the teams to, to secure that spot, even though it's just a few points away. Unless they get in their own way, yeah. which could happen. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I think Napoli definitely has the easiest path. Like, the schedule they've been, you said, they face against uh, Florentina and Verona. You know, mid-level teams, mid-table teams. So, none too crazy, you know, compared to what Juventus or Milan or what uh, Atalanta have to face at the end of their season. It's definitely easier compared to what they have to face and also Napoli's been playing really good football these last couple la- these last couple months and they've just been showing you know even though Gattuso he's leaving at the end of the season but they've just yeah. been playing they've been balling out been for these last couple um ever since he announced, every, yeah. ever since he essentially <laughs> since he's announced his leaving of the club they've been playing fantastic right. and I'm like why didn't you do this earlier right but you know I think they've been playing really well I think they, um, yeah, they're just a team that's motivated, and I think they're just going to scrap their way in, yeah. and I think they're just going to stay stay in the top four and probably land in the second spot, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, also thinking back to what you said, you know, Atalanta and Juventus, those two teams probably have, in my opinion, the hardest ones, you know, because, it, like, I wasn't thinking about the Coppa Italia final they both have to play against each other. That that's is an, true. That's an extra game they have to play. So, tired legs. And Atalanta has to go ahead and play against AC Milan the last game of the season. So, you know, Atalanta could lose a game against, against the, or could lose the final against Juventus. And then imagine them, them losing to AC Milan last game of the season, depending on how it goes, and them getting knocked out of the Champions League. So, so do you think, so which team is more, in your opinion, is more likely to not see European football. Do you think Atalanta will, or do you think Juve will? Based on form, scheduling, the way they have to face each other in the Copa Italia final, which one do you see being the one left out? Um, I hate to say it, 
because they have, you know, they just have so much quality in their team. Um, but again, I'm sticking to not, I wouldn't want to play Atalanta right now. They've been playing so well recently in great form. So yeah, I'm going to have to go with Juventus, man. Because again, like you said too, I wouldn't want to play against Sassuolo. Into Milan, even though they're champions, they're killing teams at the moment. You have to play this against. You have to play against Atalanta in the final, because you know they obviously are not winning. Are not winning Champions League. They're not winning. Uh, they haven't won the, the the Scudetto. This is the only. You know, this is like the the trophy that they can win this season. So they're definitely gonna throw everything that they can at this at this Atalanta squad in the final. But then they have to play against Bologna the last. You know, the last game of the season, which can can give you a hard time. But ah, I'm gonna go with the Juventus. It being tough for Juventus getting into the into that last into that fourth place spot. Yeah, that's why I said Juventus will have a hard yes. spot. But you can yeah. see both sides of it because yeah. Benevento, obviously, they're that's an easy dub in my opinion. Um, Genoa, they've been inconsistent this season. But the last two games for uh, Atalanta, which is the Coppa Italia final against Juventus and, and then AC, AC Milan, Milan yeah. those are big games, and <laughs> you know, literally, that's gonna define their season. Because if you stumble on those two games, you might be sitting on fifth place right. and you know that's gonna be devastating for the club yeah and you know financially oh yeah you know, morale all that so it's gonna be this is why this league is just insane yeah it's really gonna be very honestly like you can't look away from it because every game every week is gonna be crazy this you know it, it, it it's it's all gonna be down to everyone playing all the you know besides enter you know second to fifth place have to play every game like it's a final and it's going to be you know very interesting end of the season and, and i'm actually very very excited for this i'm very excited i, for I mean be excited for city a but here we are yeah <laughs> i thought i would never be excited for Serie A too but literally you can see juventus not be in the champions league yeah, for the first time massive. in ages yeah i think first time when was the last time juventus has even been in the ch- i couldn't in even tell you i couldn't even tell yeah. you because that would have happened there's no way pillow's coming back exactly yeah yeah, no you way. wouldn't see Pirlo back for a while. I think Ronaldo would be gone. I think he'd be fed up with the club, and yeah. I think he's just gone. Oh, yeah. And then it would just be a, a big mess, and people would have to get fired, and yeah. They we'll really see. Hope the, the whole club would be restructured, essentially. <laughs> right. But that is it for the Serie A. Stay tuned for that. So now on to the last big league with no crown champion yet. We have La Liga. So we have, uh, obviously, we have... Um, Atletico Madrid in first place with 77 points. Barcelona in second with 76, which they could have been number one if they did not drew to Levante today out of any day. They, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, Madrid in third with 75, and then Sevilla in fourth with 71, and that's pretty much it. And then uh, the last, uh, hell, even the last... Uh, the fifth place spot is tied with uh, Sociedad, um, Betis, and Villarreal fighting for the last spot with uh, Sociedad with 56 in fifth place, uh, Betis in uh, sixth, sorry, Sociedad in fifth, Betis in sixth, and Villarreal in seventh. So tell me, in your opinion, who do you think is going to, at the very end, who do you think is going to win the title? Just everything. Give me your, who do you think is going to win the title this year? Um... For me personally, I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna come down to the results tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, tomorrow, Atletico Madrid play against Real Sociedad, and then uh, Madrid plays against Granada on on Thursday, 
Um, and then after that, I think we'll see who the winner is going to be. Because Atletico Madrid only has to play against Sociedad, who's, you know, who's in fifth place. If they come out with the win, their next two two matches against Osasuna and Valladolid, you know, those are two easy wins. You know, Barca today, they fumbled it, tied against Levante. When they were winning up, when they were up 2-0, they let Levante come back in time, 2-2. And then at the end, you know, uh, they tied 3-3. So Barca has the easiest schedule. After, well, not so much the next game either. If they can't be Levante, I don't really see him getting pass comfortably against Celta Vigo, but then they got Eibar, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got Madrid, who plays against Granada on Thursday, and then Atletico Bilbao, and then Villarreal. So those are three very tough games for the Real Madrid squad. So if Atletico Madrid tomorrow, you know, beats uh, Real Sociedad, give it like a 2-1, 1-0, it's going to be tight in my opinion. If they give them like a, if they win 1-0, um, then I'm going to say... Atletico's going to feel a lot more comfortable than the other teams and will go on and win the title. I feel you on that. Um, personally, in my opinion, I still think... In my personal opinion, I think Barca still has the best chance at winning the title. Um, even though today they looked... A, it's, it was despicable. It was a heinous... It was awful. It was literally one of the worst games I've seen. They could not connect a pass in the midfield. Messi couldn't pass anything. He was trying to connect it with... Uh, Griezmann and Usman Dembele. The young they, was off as well. Yeah, it was just an, a very off day. And then literally just careless mistakes that our defense made, like not covering the man and just landing an easy, an easy header. Um, having Morales have a 1-2 and a volley yeah. in the opposite corner. And then uh, Sergino Des having a slip and letting, um, you know, hit uh, who is it? Uh, Sergio Leone. Yeah. Come, you know, have him come in front of you and tap it, and Terstegen was at the near post and didn't save it. I was, I was just confused on that. But I still do think Barca has the best chance to, um, you know, out of all three, all four teams, I still think they have the best chance at winning the title. Um, you know, they're e- obviously the schedule's easier. They're not playing the best of forms, not per se, but they're getting by barely. But I think if Coleman can somehow turn it around, I still think they have a better chance at, you know, winning than any other clubs. Because obviously at Liga Madrid, they face Sociedad tomorrow, which is a very hard game. Um, Madrid, obviously, Granada is not an easy team. We've yeah. seen that literally this entire season. They gave Barca a hard time. They've given Liga Madrid a hard time. They've given, you know, all these big clubs hard times. Um and then also facing uh, Villarreal and uh, I think Villarreal has the toughest schedule. Oh, sorry, I think Real Madrid has the toughest schedule. Yeah. out of all the teams for sure. I, I, I think we can both say kind of, you know, Sevilla sitting in seventy-one points after drawing Madrid over the week. So they're, I think they're 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 pretty much out of it in my opinion. Um, Barca, I think, yeah, I, th- I my personally think they fumbled it today. If they would have beaten Levante today, they would have been with, you know. 78 points and would have been sitting in first only for probably a day or so who knows but i think if they wouldn't have tied today that they definitely would have had a um, i would have been a bit more optimistic but atletico madrid literally just has to go this has to go you know get by sociedad tomorrow and then they're, they're smooth sailing they have to play against osasuna and Valladolid. osasuna's in 11th um Valladolid's in 17th place and that's also going to be, oh, that last one's going to be tough for them because you never know what those teams that are, you know, trying to save themselves as well. 
but you expect a team like Atletico Madrid to, to beat them. Um, the toughest one for sure is Real Madrid. And I mean, if Barcelona can't get past a, uh, a Levante that was sitting, you know, 13th place, mm-hmm. sitting in 13th, um, I don't really get, I don't really see, you know, and, and, and Levante took it to him as well. There was parts in this game where Levante was, was exposing Barca and was giving him a hard time. And like we were saying, Barca couldn't connect hardly a pass. So if they can hardly get by them, you know, it won't be much easier for them against Celta Vigo also, who's sitting in eighth place. So um, it all really depends tomorrow, in my opinion. We'll see what happens. But. Yeah, but, you know, early predict. in my opinion, early prediction, I still think Barca will win the league because I'm a little bit biased, but I also think um, the team, I think Messi's just going to pull it together because he had, he had a very off day today he did not look like himself i think he's just gonna regroup and just be like okay we have to get better we can't have that type of performance again and we face celta vigo and we face um wait, who do we face that we face uh uh ibar which are sit- currently sitting at you know in last place yeah in yeah they're really <laughs> good so you know if you know we can somehow get a boost going like a morale some goes on you know, hopefully, but you never know. But am I so? Give me the team that's gonna have. Obviously, you said Madrid is gonna have the hardest route. Tell me why do you think Madrid will have the hardest route out of any of the three of the four three teams in contention for the title? Um, I think uh, Madrid's gonna have the hardest run only because, like we were saying, you know, Granada, they play Granada on Thursday. Granada is not is never an easy opponent. Uh, opponent, and then after that, they have to play against Atik. Athletic Bilbao, who definitely is not easy appointment opponent, and you know that you know they made it to the Copa del Rey final for 2020 and 21. You know, lost both, but but still a team that can that can you know sit back and and, and counter you. You know, um, they uh, they beat Atletico Madrid a couple weeks ago as well. You know, always giving Barcelona a hard time also. So you know, I think Madrid's gonna have a trouble with, trouble with that as well. Um, and then Villarreal, you know, Villarreal is a team that's sitting in. In, in seventh place right now, and they're trying to get the, into that champ, uh, the Europa League spot. So they're definitely going to be going into this like it's a final as well. So that's why I think Madrid is going to have a hard time. And it's not as if Madrid has been playing great football either. You know, they just got knocked out of the Champions League. Um, they could have lost um, against Sevilla over the weekend. They were lucky, fortunate enough that they scored in the 90th minute. Um, so that's why I personally think that they have the, the, hardest, the hardest schedule, only because those are, those are very, very tough games. Um, and you know they're not in in great form at the, at the moment too. So yeah, I agree on that. I also agree that uh, Real Madrid has the hardest schedule um, and the hardest uh, path to the title because, like you said, when they faced against Sevilla, they did not look very good at times. I thought Sevilla went very soft on them in the second half. In the yeah. second half, they went very soft. They couldn't really. Their midfield was all over the place. But if you face against you know a Villarreal or you face a little a about a Granada even. They're not teams that are. They're teams that are very organized, and they're going to be very hard to get to penetrate through, because of how compact their midfields are and how, you know, they force you to go wide. And I think Madrid just, you know, this past weekend they just looked rough. Yeah. Like they're finished. Like they had Asensio. His goal was a literally defensive mistake, because the left back didn't track back. He right. just stayed up front. And then Eden Hazard, but it should have been Tony Cruz's goal. Um, it was a deflection off yeah. Eden I Hazard. Going, I think they gave it to Hazard because it was going. Yeah, because it was. It wasn't even going on the target. It was going on off target, off but target, yeah. since he was Eden Hazard touched it and went yeah. in, 
but still they were they really couldn't create any chances even with so much open space that Sevilla was giving them yeah and it was just they had chance after chance but they just couldn't finish Vinicius had one where he literally should have tapped it in and hit off the post and went out yeah and it was just insane but you know Madrid definitely have the hardest route to the title out of anyone in my opinion and they just haven't been playing well ever since that you know Sergio Ramos isn't even playing now because you know when he returned against Chelsea he played awful oh terrible you know he just was like he didn't even play against Sevilla he was just like I'm sitting on the bench right he wasn't he was on the bench he wasn't even reserves he was just sitting there spectating he was in his normal clothes exactly so you know I think just Real Madrid the way they've been playing lately you know just the over-reliance on Kareem Benzema for scoring I think they're just gonna fall short I think they have the hardest route definitely to winning the title but you never know what can happen but they'll have the hardest route to the title yeah and so I think uh, I'm gonna cut you off, but in terms of like the easiest route, who would you say the easiest route um, out of the top three? Mm-hmm. Bar- Barcelona. Yeah, they have the easiest route, even though they're not playing the best of form. Like we said, just losing to Levante today. You know, if he win against uh, Valencia, if you know, losing to Granada in the camp now. Obviously, they're not been, they haven't been playing well the last three games. Right. So obviously. We support them, but definitely, if you look at their schedule and their main teams they face, they definitely have the easiest route to winning the title. And there's not really a threat that really can pose a threat against them yeah. in terms of um, like how the teams play and all that. But, you know, obviously, they teams play harder against Barca, so you never know. But in my opinion, if you look at the teams, the remaining schedule, and... You know how they we know they can play. I think Barcelona has the easiest route to the title. Right. Well, the way that I see it, you know, I think Madrid will drop points along the way, whether it's against Granada, Bilbao, or Villarreal. The issue with me seeing Barca winning is that they didn't win today. If they would have won today, they would have been ahead of Atlético Madrid and you know went out and you're fine. The thing is, Atletico Madrid, even if they lose tomorrow against Real Sociedad, they're still in first place with 77 points, assuming that um, Granada, you know, or assuming, sorry, assuming that Real Madrid, you know, consistently drop points. Say they drop points against Granada, against Granada they're, they're Atletico Madrid still sitting in first. So I think mm-hmm. as long as Atletico Madrid ties tomorrow, even if they lose tomorrow, they still have against what Osasuna via the lead. I don't see them losing to, to either one of those teams. So unless Barcelona would have won today, then I probably would have said, yeah, they definitely have the easier ones of the schedule. But even if they lose, even if Atletico Madrid loses to Sociedad tomorrow, they're still gonna sit in first place. So that's where I think Madrid has the easier path, only because it's it's definitely not in Barca's hands. They have to hope that Madrid Atletico Madrid loses tomorrow and drops points again. And Barcelona has to win now in order to be champions, and hope that Madrid loses, you know, drops points the other and you know the, their the remaining three games as well. So it's a little tough the way that I see it for both Barca and Madrid. I think even if Atletico Madrid lose tomorrow and then win the last two games, they can still be crowned kind of champions. Obviously, they don't want that to happen, but <laughs> yeah. But I can see Atletico Madrid winning. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. So um, 
for the European spot, which yeah. is uh, between Sociedad, Betis, and Villarreal. Give me a team that you say has the most difficult chance of getting that last, the fifth place spot. Which one has the diff- most difficult spot? The most difficult. Um, I'd probably say Villarreal. Really? Villarreal has to play against Sevilla, both Sevilla and Real Madrid. Jeez. So they have to play against Sevilla and Real Madrid. Uh, Betis has to play against Eibar, Huesca, and Celta Vigo. Huesca and Eibar are both in relegation zone. Celta Vigo's uh, right, actually right below them, I think, or below mm-hmm. Villarreal, sorry. And then Sociedad also has to play against Atletico Madrid, but then they play against Valladolid and then Osasuna. So uh, in terms of the toughest route, I would say Villarreal. In terms of the easiest route, I would say Betis. Yeah, I feel on that. And don't forget, uh, Villarreal also has the yeah, Europa League final. Exactly. So they also have, so literally the last three games, they face oh Sevilla, Real Madrid, Massive. and Manchester United. <laughs> so yeah, that's not the easiest route. But you know, Villarreal, they're a good team. Yeah. We've seen them play you know, really good football against yeah. really big clubs. You know, look at them against Arsenal. Look at them against, you right. know, every time Barcelona plays them, they always oh. give us a hard time right. all the time. And, you know, we've seen them play well in big occasions, but those last three games are insanely hard just to, you know, finish the season out. Because right. you have, essentially, you're fighting for a European, you're fighting for a European spot. And... You know, you have to face Valencia and Real Madrid, who are also fighting for the title. So, you know, that's not the p- most pleasant of routes for them. But also, but yeah, um, I would also say, but Betis also has somewhat of an easy schedule. They face uh, Ibar, Betis, uh, uh, Huesca, and Celta Vigo. So they have so much of an easy schedule. So I say... You would, you would expect them to win those You games. would expect yeah. Betis to win But we've seen, um, they lost to, uh, who did they lose? They lost to Bilbao. You know, they didn't play well, in my yeah, I opinion. Think, I think Betis finally won a game uh, over the weekend after, I forget how many games without winning. I think it was like four or five. Yeah, so, so. you know, obviously, they uh, we've seen them not play so well against big club, you know, against um, when it matters the most. But obviously, you, say, you face those teams, you expect to win. But yeah, I definitely see... I can see Sociedad having the easy route, but I see both of them having easy routes and Villarreal having the hardest route yeah. out of any of the teams that ascend that are playing for that last Europa League spot. Right, and that's what's really good about this league too, because this is a league. You know, the other leagues are basically just fighting for for a European spot. For this one, you're fighting. You know, you're fighting for the champions. Or, you know, you're fighting for who's going to be become the champion in that European spot as well. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. It's all it's just interesting to see how it's going to play out for the rest of the season. Um, so now, so those are what we say are how the leagues are going to play out essentially in um, for the remaining of the season. So now onto the best part. So we have some predictions. Oh yeah, for let's everyone, do let's do them, shall we? So first, obviously, the big matchup. Two big matchups in the Premier League. So first, we'll go with Chelsea versus Arsenal tomorrow. Um, London Derby, obviously massive game for them, for both club, both clubs because it's a derby. So a Chris, derby. tell me uh, what do you think is going to happen in this matchup between these two clubs? Oh, I think Chelsea's winning for sure. Dominant? <laughs> you think just domination? Yeah, I'm gonna give him like a good like three one, three no win. Um, you know, obviously Chelsea's a much better team. You know, in better form right now. 
you know, Arsenal won over the weekend against West Brom. Hooray. Yeah, hooray. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give the win to Chelsea, so. Yeah, I can see that. What about you? Um, I definitely see uh, Chelsea just as a better team. Arsenal, they've been looking shaky, very yeah, inconsistent. Tragic. They literally drew to Villarreal when they needed to score so one, and they couldn't finish. They couldn't even do it. They couldn't even finish a chance. I mean, Aubameyang played well, but still, he couldn't finish. Hey, but they came back and beat West Brom over the weekend. That is true. They did come back and beat West Brom, and really, West Brom, <laughs> they got the 19th place. They're really good. Congratulations. Well but, done. yeah, Chelsea, they're just a better team. They're just steamrolling through everyone. Thomas Tuchel has his team playing at their best right now, so I definitely see Chelsea. I'm going to give it like a 2-0. Two nil. I I give it that. So another matchup in the Premier League. We have Manchester United versus Liverpool, which we previewed earlier when we were given future matchups. So, um, what do I think is gonna happen in this game? Yeah. So obviously United, they came off a very. They just came off a bad loss to Leicester. So obviously they're, you know not feeling the best because they just lost the league <laughs> to Man City, their rival. But obviously this is a massive derby between these two legendary English clubs. Um, I Liverpool, they've been, like we said, th- throughout this whole podcast, Liverpool has been very inconsistent. Um, they've been rocky at times. They haven't been looking the best. Um, and plus it's at United. So I think we definitely see Liverpool play better at away than they do at home yeah so um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it like a like a 2-1 liverpool i definitely see you know united not recovering from this and you know obviously they have a very rough schedule for the remaining of the season yeah. so i i'm gonna give united i'm gonna give uh liverpool a 2-1 victory and united's just victory. gonna keep stumbling you think so i think so okay yeah and it's 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 rough that Man United had to play today as well. You know, obviously they played, they didn't play much of their starters, but it's tough going on a Tuesday to play and then right back again on a Thursday to play. That's honestly very, very unheard of. Um, you think we'll see some? Uh, yeah, they they played. I think they played three games. They played Sunday. Yeah. And then they played Tuesday, and then they played Thursday. So that's yeah. three, literally three games in a span of five days. Legs. So they're definitely tired. You think we'll see protests again? I don't think they're going to be protests. <laughs> Not again. I think they're going to police around the perimeter of old trafford so i definitely think that um yeah i think they're gonna border it up real tight okay good good yeah i think so too um who do i think is gonna win this game i'll just give it to manu why not (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna be fatigued but they're gonna pull through uh i'm gonna give it a a one no win okay i can definitely see that happening i can see that happening so switching over to la liga so we have uh Atletico Madrid versus Real Sociedad. Massive matchup for both clubs. Right. Obviously, we were talking about it earlier in the podcast, how Atletico Madrid's essentially, they can lose this game and be at top of the title, but Sociedad needs this win in order to yeah. advance, you know, seal, secure that number five spot in Liga and get into Europa League. Um, so it, I, I just see Atletico Madrid... They barely squeaking by. They barely squeak by their last couple of opponents. You know, one nil victories. You know, one goal. You know, victories. Sociedad. We've seen. We know what Sociedad can do. Obviously, against Barcelona, they got absolutely whitewashed and dominated against. Um, but you know, I just feel like they have. They're gonna come motivated in this game, and I think they're gonna put out their best foot. Um, 
I'm gonna give it like a one-one draw between these two clubs, and yeah, none too crazy. One-one draw. Okay, I can see that. Um, you know, when they when Atletico Madrid did play against Barcelona, they did were able to create some chances. Um, just very unlucky for them to, you know, to not put them away, especially in the first half. They created majority of the chances in the first half, and uh, you know, watching the game, especially when Busquets got hurt, you know, it was I thought it was. It was game over at that point. Uh, but, you know, it ended nil-nil. Atletico um, Madrid, I, th- I don't think Atletico Madrid is going to let it slip anymore. Um, I think they just wanted to get it close to have a, a more dramatic, you know, ending for the viewers. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, they, you never know. They may be, maybe that was their whole plan. <laughs> no, they did, they, they did have a bad, uh, a bad patch at one point, but I think that's over now. Um, I'm going to give Atletico uh, Madrid a 2-1 win. Okay. I can definitely say that happening. Um, yeah, I think, that's pretty much it. There's no really other big games on for the for these midweek games besides those three. So those are our predictions oh, yeah. for this midweek. Um, hopefully you enjoyed us analyzing what we think is going to happen in these tables based on their performances, their scheduling, and all that, and what we think is going to happen out of the season, and we get predictions for midweek games. Christian, any final words you have to say for the people because this is the end of the episode. It's the end? It's the end of the episode. Oh, no. Uh, let's just hope that uh, Letica Madrid and Real Madrid keep slipping so that Barca can win the league. Let's and just hope. KTP, baby. KTP, baby. We love y'all. <laughs> Stay safe and peace. Peace.